But yeah, within within that chat, something worth bringing up. I have I have pulled up here. We we kind of pulled out full the four pillars that we believe that an artist should be enhancing before even seeking a manager. Like make sure that these four are at least like being worked on is having a catalog, building brand equity, gaining super fans and setting up revenue streams. So we believe that having those four and like focusing, if if you're just like, Hey, I I make music, like what I need a manager to like help focus me, like focus on these four first. So a catalog, get music, like get it, like don't sit on music that's unreleased, like release your music. Like we we've talked about again and again with Spotify, like using that release radar, using those things that are just built in algorithms, get that music out there, um, build that brand equity, figure out what you're about, figure out, you know, what color scheme you're going to use and, you know, basic things like that, even, um, getting those super fans. So figuring out what your niche audience is instead of just people who like blues music or whatnot, like, cool. They like blues music and, you know, they primarily live, live here. You just get a target audience, you know, at least a similar thing together and setting up those revenue streams. So figuring out what a PRO is, if you don't have things registered properly, that's a Google search away. You can find that out on ours collective. You can find that out on Mike's awesome um, blog that he's very vocal about cool things that you, a lot of free things that you just sign up for and you can get paid like Pandora, things like that. So getting those revenue streams set up. So if you can focus on those four things and you can bring those four and say, hey, manager, potential manager, here's my four pillars and here's how they're strengthened. I want you to enhance this. Then you, you can bend someone's ear a lot easier than just saying, I'm, re- I'm ready for a manager. I really like that. It's funny, the way that you were talking about, I know we were just talking about managers, but for some artists who are essentially, they want, to be signed by a major. They want the attention of a major. They see value in signing with a major. I always like to compare it to the TV show uh, Shark Tank. And I'm not referring to record labels as sharks. So (laughs) hear me out here. But what I'm saying is when people go onto Shark Tank, they could have a great idea. The, The product just looks awesome, but it's only a prototype. They haven't taken their first shipment yet and they haven't made any sales and so the sharks basically say look i really like it come back to me in six months i might i may be one of your first customers but i can't help you today because i can't buy 15 percent of zero and it's similar for an artist if you're looking for somebody you need to go out and you need to get started first because imagine that they are investing in you they're going to look at you and they're going to go, okay, you've had some success on some playlists. You've uh, made it into a few music charts. You've secured some pretty good gigs for yourself. You've created a music video. You've done these other things. You've checked these boxes off. You've got some strengths. You've got some value. I can now contribute my time towards growing you and helping you get to that next level. And so it's going to be a lot better to go to them where you've already done something. You've already taken those steps. You've already had some growth and then they can help you to grow from there. So, yeah, I I really like the way that you put that. And for a manager, it's even Scooter Braun. I, I love his story when he was 
sitting up late at night on YouTube watching videos hour after hour of just these kids performing. And then he saw Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was already doing it, already putting these videos online, recording, singing, doing it, just kept going, kept going, and then eventually got noticed and was somewhat more ready at that point. And then, of course, look at what happened from there. <laughs> you know, it wasn't just cute kid sings on YouTube and sings well. It was turned into a superstar. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, any work that you can put in yourself, do that and don't wait for somebody else. And you may find that they'll come and find you instead of you finding them. Yeah. Absolutely. And don't, you know, don't just do a few things and then sit and wait and wait for that scooter to stumble upon your YouTube video. Like keep pushing. Cause like you said, I think that is, that is a really good thing. And that's what I mentioned about like being brainwashed is like they, their brain, everybody's brainwashed to think that, you know, scooter just like was looking in, in Justin's window while he was playing secretly in his room. Like, no, Justin was him and his, him and his mom were, hustling to try to get his YouTube videos out there. And that was of course, back when YouTube was like probably first existing. So it was a little, you know, the organic reach was a little easier, but they took that first step to actually cool that I have to figure out how YouTube works. How do I get more people to see it? How do I run ads? Whatever it might be. They were, they were hustling and doing that stuff first. It didn't just kind of fall in their laps. So yeah, I like the shark tank example too, because mm-hmm. I've also seen them, I've also seen them to play devil's advocate people who do have zero things, but they are so prepared and they're like, Hey, I came up with this in like a month. I have no sales. This is what I'd love to offer. And they have taken those deals, but they're yeah. like 0.1% of that. It's like, you, you want, you want to chance that instead of actually starting it on your own. And a lot of that is just comes from that fear of failure. They, they don't want to start. They, they think that having big brother coming in and, you know, with a plan is suddenly going to, going to make them feel better. But so getting over that, that fear of failure and just releasing that music, that song that you don't think is quite done yet, release it. Great. Get some feedback. Maybe it needed mixed a little bit better. Awesome. Great. Do that for next time. Fail and continue to bring out a catalog. Cause the biggest thing I come across is amazing artists, amazing musicians that never release anything or at least tell the world that they're an artist because, you know, they're scared or it's not quite ready yet. And I think that's a huge mistake. Um, Instead, just putting out what you have, like even if it's on SoundCloud, just put something out and learn from the mistakes and move on. Like it's not like it's like they're waiting for the first time for them to, you know, get them. They want a million streams off the first song they release. Like, no, it, it takes time. It takes repetition to continue to, release music and figure out your brand and try these things and fail and do these things. So it's really, really is a grind, but you just have to start. You just have to try things and see if they work. Yeah, that's it. And you have to put it out and consistency is key because nobody will be interested in you. If you say, yeah, I put out one song about one year ago. It didn't do that well. And I've got six other songs here that I haven't put out, put those six songs out. Yeah. You know, if two years down the line you don't want those songs out anymore and you release them yourself, you can remove them. You can remove them overnight with most distributors. Uh, So there's really no reason to hesitate or to be embarrassed. The, The worst thing that somebody will do is skip over to the next song. And 
even if that happens with a number of people, there's still going to be some people that will connect with your music. And then the next time you put out the next track, hopefully they're already following you and you reach them and then you start to build up your fans and eventually you start to get those super fans. And I'm sure that you've heard many people talking about the fact that you really don't need that many super fans to be able to have a sustainable career. And, you know, super fans, for people that don't know, are the ones that will come to every show that they can. They'll purchase your merchandise without hesitation. They'll wear your T-shirt, which is the best thing that you can achieve for an artist, is somebody actually paying for an advertisement and wearing it proudly. You know, and they'll they probably spend about $1,000 every year on you in merchandise and everything else that they're doing, traveling to your shows, things like that. Um, so those super fans are really gold. Yeah. I mean, I even have in my, I have a training as a part of the Ars Collective membership that I just released called three steps to your first 1000 super fans. And it's the steps that you really should focus on first and at least have a conversation with even yourself on how to build those we can provide a link on, on where to get that as well. But it talks about, I mean, look at a thousand super fans. I mean, some people have, you know, 20,000 followers on, on Instagram. So I'm talking about a thousand super fans that will spend a hundred dollars or more in money or some type of value, whether that means telling a friend about you and your music or whatever. I mean, you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year off of just those 1000 people. So if you look at it that way, like a hundred dollars a year is not, it's not a lot. Like that's a couple tickets. That's, that's, you know, several thousand streams, which a lot of super fans have that on repeat. There's things that you can set up with these people. So a lot of times these super fans kind of get overlooked and that's a mistake in my, in my mind, the artists are over two, two more after the, the quantity and not the quality of fans. They, and they overlook those fans instead of cultivating a, a real relationship with the one-on-one -on -one people that could potentially start spending that $100 per year. They, oh, they treat them like every other person who says, I like your music or presses like on Instagram. So I like to focus on, let's find those 1,000 people like right now. What, where are they? How can, how can you identify them? What should you do to cultivate? Because you can't just immediately you know, you're not going to immediately ask for a date. You're just, you're going to, you're going to cultivate a little bit and then go for the sale. Cool. Can you maybe buy some merch? So we kind of talk about ways to, to cultivate that, but yeah, that's a great point about, about the super fan building. And you just have to, a lot of that just takes some, some more self-awareness and some more reflection on what, how are you, how do you, how are you a fan? First of all, like, how are you as an artist? How are you treating um, the artists that you like um, as being a fan? So that's a good way to identify when other fan when other fans are potentially super fans. So that's a good point. Yeah, that's it. You know, I mean, super fans have always been around, and a lot of the times they would be the ones that would really own the online fan communities for artists. So to the point where they would even start a website just to show how much of a fan they are of that artist or that band. And eventually what you what would happen is most of the time they would get a nice message from somebody working with the band or even the band themselves or uh, a representative saying, thank you so much, we really appreciate this 
we'd like to invite you to our show, maybe come backstage, meet the group. You know, those people that do that without looking for anything in return other than just to let people know how much they love that music and raise awareness, they're your super fans. I feel like everyone says, oh, you, I can't see every single person that follows me on Spotify or Apple Music or everyone that necessarily subscribed to me on YouTube. I can't work out who they are. I would say just ask, just go live wherever you go live or post or uh, po even do a quick video and just say, hey, do you consider yourself a fan? What would you do to get to my next show, to come backstage, to meet me? Uh, what, what would you do to meet the band? And, you know, obviously you would get a bunch of different responses, but you would probably get the fans that would say stuff like, I will drive... 2,000 miles to come to your next show if I get the opportunity to meet you. I'm a true fan. I have everything you've, that you've released. I even started this uh, Twitter account because I'm such a fan and I repost everything that you do. What else can I do to prove to you that I'm a super fan? And I feel like if you give them an opportunity to reach out to you and prove that to you, they will. Yeah. And yeah. I, I mean, it's that simple. Just you don't know who your super fans are, just ask. I love that. I lo love that you said that. Just ask them. And a lot of times you'll be able to identify like, oh, this person's like always the first one to comment. I know it was a big thing that Gary Vee did for a while when I followed him like maybe four or five years ago. Um, he did the 60 second club. So he would do every time he did a post, if you commented and then included the hashtag 60 second club, meaning you have to do it in the first 60 seconds that he posts it. He'll he could um, he'll choose someone to like win a free book or like a chance to meet him. That was his way of cultivating of asking who's my super fans. Who's my super fans? Let me identify him. Then he got a good list of who his super fans were, and like you can use that as data. Send them all free stickers. Send them all free T-shirts. Reach out to them. Cultivate because those are the ones actually reaching out and in the first sixty seconds, going and hurrying up and, and commenting. Like even even if it's not a long drawn out thing, like. I would do this and that and this, like just listen to the small things, just ask and, and, and identify the people who are reaching out. I think is a, is, is an even simpler way of finding those people. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. It's happened so many times. I mean, I've seen it happen with other artists out there. It doesn't matter what you're looking for. There's no pain in asking as long as it's nice and you're not asking people to just give you something or do something for you because you asked, you, you know, Hey, do you consider yourself a super fan? Yes. Okay, great. They're going to tell you that they're a super fan and then they're going to show you why. And then, of course, you'll be able to see that. You'll pay more closer attention to them. If you start seeing that they, they're the first person to purchase tickets to all of your shows and they are liking all of your posts, then, yes, they're living up to that. And then you know that you should work more closely with them and just maybe even just give them a heads up when you're doing something cool. Tell them it one day before when you can just say, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm playing in your city next month. I can't announce it just yet. I'm announcing it tomorrow, but I wanted to let you know now. And um, there's so many opportunities there to reward them and to make them into an even more super fan. So a super, super fan, if you will. <laughs> but what you mentioned with Gary Vee, that was interesting because that is a really good strategy for a way to get people to turn on notifications for you. So Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, 
I think Instagram and a few a few others, you can actually go to somebody's profile and go notify me literally a push notification to my phone the second that they do a new post or they go live or whatever the case is, whatever you're following, so that you can always see that. So if you do have an artist that you love and you truly want to support and you consider yourself a super fan, go and turn on those notifications. And every time they post, if you're near your device and you can jump on and comment, just jump on and give them some love every time because they, like you said, they will notice that. I mean, a lot of people will post and they'll sit there for maybe 10, 20 seconds where they'll look and see what those first few likes and comments are. Then of course they'll go back to whatever they were doing and come back later. But if every time they post, they almost immediately see your name appearing again and again, that they will notice that. And with all of the information we have access to now and all of the insights that we have, it will start to tell them who their super fans are. I know um, Periscope will tell you who tunes into the most of your live streams and who watches the replays the most and how many times they've even watched them. So you can go in there and immediately see who your super fans are, click directly to their profile and reach out to them. And it doesn't matter what stage you're at as an artist. If you, even if you know that person, great, that's easy. Call them and just say, hey, I see you've been watching all of my videos. That's amazing. I really appreciate it. I know you're a friend. I know your family, but to see you doing that is great. Even more so if it's somebody that you don't know, most of the time they're not aware that you're seeing that until you first connect with them and you go and say, hey, I see that you've watched a lot of my live streams. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Do you have any suggestions for something that you would like me to do on a future live stream? By the way, you know, I'd love to give you a shout out as well. Would it be okay? And you'd be amazed at what would happen. That person went from a fan to the next level. Yeah, that's, um, that's interesting you bring that up. And with the Gary V thing, him just creating that custom hashtag, even if he's not him or his team isn't able to go in there and see which who commented first. Now, just by clicking and going into that hashtag, 60 Second Club, which I believe he created for himself, everybody, every post that's on there and that, that's tagged and every every user that's that's tagged to that, he knows that those are his super fans. So he just created a custom folder to find all of his potential super fans. And I really liked that you said that most people aren't aware that you're seeing that. And that's great. Guess what? Give them that positive reinforcement, like you said. That's only going to make them want to share your stuff even more. A strategy that I've been doing on, I've been posting like screenshots of my of my tweets and like some just some random thoughts that I have in my notes. And those seem to be doing the the best for my personal brand on Instagram. Um, it's just screenshots. And a lot of t- what you can do is you can go and press the three dots and it says view story reshares. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And it will actually show you anyone that has shared the, your post to their story, even if they haven't tagged you. Most people just, they're like, oh, that post resonated with me. Share. And they don't, you know, they don't tag you. They, they don't do it on purpose. They just don't think of tagging you. But if you, since they don't tag you, you aren't notified instantly that they do that. So the, those are insights that a lot of times are just sitting there 
So what I've been doing is I'm going and saying view story reshare and I'm going to see who's sharing them and I'm going and starting a conversation. I'm like, yo, thanks for sharing this. Like, you know, I ask them like, why did this resonate with you? Or do you have any other thoughts? So it's exactly the strategy you're saying is kind of diving deeper because those people are liking your content so much that they're sharing it to their stories. Those are your super fans. Don't, don't overlook them because you're looking for, you know, more comments or more this or more that. These are people that are sharing your content. Cultivate that relationship. Maybe you hit them up and say, hey, thanks for sharing this. I'm going to send you some free tickets. Hey, thanks for sharing this. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you a link to the folder of all my unreleased music. I'd love to see what you think. I'm trying to get my fans to, you know, find my next single, have them involved in the process. And that's kind of how you cultivate those super fans. Cause like you said, most people are just kind of sharing it and they're just like, no, they, they don't notice me or whatever. Let them know that you're noticing and that you appreciate it. Cause you know that next time they're going to share it and they're going to tag you this time because they're like, Oh yeah, he hit me up. And I could tell that, you know, he maybe wanted me to tag him. So I'm going to do it this time. So coming at it, like, in a genuine, be genuine, of course, but in the understanding of just like, yo, show, show them some gratitude. It's going to, it's going to come back at you um, again and again. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you feel that you don't have anything of value, you can't afford to mail them a t-shirt, send them a CD, you don't have any downloadable files of your music that you want to share or whatever. The simplest thing that you can do if you want to blow their mind, and this is just an idea is Go into direct message and hit that button and record a 10-second video of yourself just saying, hey, Evan, I saw that you shared my latest post in your story. I know you didn't tag me. I still got notified. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much. I see that you're also following me. I'm going to give you a follow back now. Be cool to hear more from you in the future. Thank you. And, you know, you do that for those. They took the time to share your story, um, your, your post as a story, you took the time, 10 seconds to record that video. You literally hold your finger on the button and you record it in one take and you let go and it's done. And that's it. And you could, that could be the highlight of their day. Yeah. And there's just, there's not that many artists out there that are doing that. And it, it really doesn't take that long. And that's another way that you're getting those people to go to that next level from just, oh, I like their music and they say some cool stuff sometimes or I like what they post into, wow, they actually pay attention when I share this. And you'd be surprised. They'll probably start using your music in their stories. They'll probably start uh, tagging uh, their friends in your posts and telling them to check out your music. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, you're planting a seed at that point. You just taking the time, even if they, at that moment, they don't realize how big of a deal that that really was. Your, your song's going to come up on their release radar. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that sent me a direct message and said how cool I was for sharing his stuff. I'm going to give it a listen. Oh, my gosh, this song is actually really cool. So you're planting a seed for things to happen. May not happen right this moment, but you're kind of building up to that. So it's just good to, you know, pay it forward and see what happens. And don't do it in hopes that they're going to do that for you. You should do it because you really do appreciate them because when you hear it again and again, all these artists going up on stage and getting awards. And first thing they say is, you know, I want to thank my fans. I couldn't be here without them. That, that is literally true. That's they're saying that because it's true. They yeah. are nowhere. If nobody listened to their music and the, nobody liked them, they would not be successful. I don't care how big of a label they're at. So the fans are everything. So 
even if you have one or two people that are your super fans, great. They, you know, worship them. You need to just worship them. <laughs> Do everything you can to help them out and let them know that you're grateful and um, watch it build. Yeah, that's it. And you'd be surprised. One thing, you know, with that video that I mentioned, I didn't ask them to do anything. I just thanked them. And it will get to the point where you wouldn't even, even need to ask them anything. If you just told them, hey, I'm announcing a tour tomorrow. I'm so excited. I just wanted to let you know. You don't need to go, can you share this? Can you tell everyone? Can you tag your friends? They'll just be so grateful that you shared that with them first that they'll be the ones that will go out and tell everyone because they're happy to. And you didn't even have to ask. Yeah. And that's, that's truly a super fan. It's um, there's artists out there that are doing some crazy stuff on social media. They'll, Hey everyone, I've got a brand new t-shirt that I've just released and it's 80, $85 and it sells out in 10 minutes. People just go, I have to have it. I need it. I want that. And yeah. you know, the, that they are super fans. Nobody is just going and spending that much on a t-shirt because it looks cool. They're doing that because they're a super fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, we've been talking, we've been talking for about an hour here. I'm feeling pretty good about the length of this. I, I, (laughs) I'm super grateful. I was able to get you for uh, so long uh, knowing how crazy your schedule is right now and, all the all the exciting things you've got coming up. I mean, this isn't the only conversation you've got going on this week. You mentioned that there's a few other things you're doing. Would you like to give those a plug to anyone that wants a little bit more Evan in their week? For sure, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, later this week on Thursday, today, Tuesday, yeah, on Thursday I am chatting with a company called Jamber who has created a revolutionary app, I think, for songwriters in particular, songwriters, managers, or I'm sorry, songwriters, artists, and uh, publishers. And they're going to have a conversation. So basically what we're doing is every week we're doing some new training on an application or a strategy or just like, you know, a, a new topic within the music industry. And this week it's about royalties. It's about what are royalties? How does money flow through music? And out of those four pillars I mentioned earlier about strengthening before looking for a manager, one of them is revenue streams. So a lot of what's missed is there's so many royalties that are left on the table by artists because they just, you know, they're overwhelmed with how many, how many ways that you need to register, how many organizations and um, just the two sides, the two or three sides of, of royalties. So this training will dive into how money moves through um, music royalties, and they're going to showcase their new app called Splits, which allows a songwriter to literally on their application register one song, uh, sign it to different songwriters, whether there's four songwriters or you know just you, and it registers that one song to all of the various organizations needed: BMI, ASCAP, Sound Exchange, Song Trust. Harry Fox, it registers to all of those. So it streamlines the process. It's going to save you so much time. So I'm really excited about it and they're going to showcase it and they're going to show you how you can kind of start to start with this revolutionary uh, music industry uh, strategy uh, right now. So that is Thursday. It's free to sign up um, to join the live training. Um, If you're an artist collective member, you're going to get all of these trainings every week on top of the recordings afterwards all the links, some downloadable content, and some more things to kind of add to your 
independent artist tool belt. So if you are interested in joining the entire membership, I do have a 30 day trial right now. Just try it for a month. You get a bunch of trainings, a bunch of stuff and cancel it at the end. If you don't, if, if it's not for you, just like you would Netflix, but I'm on a, I'm on a rant this year about just how overwhelmed everyone is on their streaming platforms, you know, Disney plus Apple TV plus there's so many of these, but I still see artists still not investing what they do towards consuming this content into their own music careers. Mm. So I challenge to anybody who's kind of on the fence about things like this, come and try our membership. And if you like it so much, I encourage you to cancel one or two of your streaming services instead and move it over to us and you'll get content that was going to expand your growth and just expand your knowledge on the industry. So starts on Thursday, day at 6 p.m. Central Time. I think you've got that link there. Yeah, just come sign up. I just need your email. We can get started there. But yeah, that's what's going on this week. Awesome. Very cool. And yeah, I'll be joining in on that as well. Uh, obviously, I won't, be, I won't be participating, but I will be in the audience uh, because I am very interested in that, especially anything that can take Anything that can give me back some time when it comes to registering music with multiple PROs and things like that. It's one of those things that I will be the first to admit that I've actually had times where I've released a track and forgot to register it. And fortunately, being able to go back and correct that. But the day that your music comes out, you're making money somewhere. And if you don't go and claim that money, then it goes into a giant pool and it goes to everyone else who has taken the time to register their music. So there's money sitting out there. So this is a great opportunity to go and get that money that is sitting there waiting for you and make sure that you are getting that money moving forward as well. Right. And I know why it's so overwhelming. I'm, I mean, <laughs> trying to register your song to sound exchange is a nightmare. I'm sorry. I'll say it on your live. It is a nightmare. It's a, it's an old school P, like uh, Excel document that you have to fill out the exact way. It's just overwhelming. So I, I know why it, it gets skipped a lot, but when you're looking at like, Oh, I'm not making any money. Well, that's because you haven't taken these steps, even if it takes a while to fill these out. But I hope that this application will help that process. Um, I've already started using the application. It's, it's incredible. And they'll kind of tease their next app, which is called Money, which is the entryway to Money is you have to go through their Splits app first, of course. But Money allows you to streamline all of your songwriter royalties and publishing royalties into one pot instead of going to all these different areas and saying, do I have money? You know, they all get paid out in different areas. So this allows you to track and I know how you love all your analytics. It shows you where it's coming from. I'm pretty sure it, um, don't quote me, we'll find out on Thursday, but hmm. it includes um, even like Spotify revenue and stuff. So you can see it. It's just the, the, the analytics it gives you is going to be game changing. So I look forward to checking that out with everybody too. Awesome. Awesome. So aside from obviously what's happening later this week, uh, where is the best place for people to follow you? and Artist Collective online. Yeah, um, our website is artistcollect.com. You can follow me on Instagram and pretty much everywhere at AC underscore Evan. On my Twitter, it's Evan underscore AC. But if you type in one of those, I'm pretty sure I'll come up. But on Instagram as well as Artist Collect. It's at Artist Collect. There you go. 
yeah, I manage both of those pages. So shoot us, a, shoot me a DM. Let's chat. Uh, if you have some more questions and before you want to jump on board, if you want, if you want that trial link, if you just want to have a conversation about maybe if you're ready for a manager or not, I'd love to have that combo. Excellent. And we are going to wrap up the live stream portion of this now, but uh, for anyone that is watching this or catching the replay, please leave comments, ask questions. Evan, I'll make sure that I tag Evan if there's any questions in there directed to you that you may have missed. And please, uh, we're here to help. We're here to answer those questions that other people may not answer for you. And we're, we're here to give you a little guidance if you need it. So make sure that you go to artistcollect.com and take up Evan's offer and check it out. As mentioned, he's not taking any money from you up front. You can go and try it out, see if it's the right fit for you. You may find out that all of a sudden you do have a little time each day to invest in yourself and it's worth doing. So it doesn't hurt to take a look and check it out. And Evan, uh, is there anything else that you would like to get in before we wrap this up today? I think that's it. Yeah. Anybody that's kind of just on the fence, I'm like, you want to do this full time, but you're not quite sure how. Um, my best advice to you is just just to start. I mean, you're already starting if you're if you're if you've watched this far into this video right now, an hour and ten minutes, you're you're on the right track. But just just you just need to do it yourself. To be honest, until anyone else is going to be interested. You've got to get, do your best in terms of business and music. And before a manager, whether it's a manager or a label, just you have to have some kind of backing that you've pushed yourself before anyone else gets on board. So, yeah, just research all you can. Just uh, get involved with the resources like Mike's and my, like mine and just keep building. Just keep focusing on your music. Perfect. Evan, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate what you're doing for artists and continue sharing that information, sharing that knowledge. And that goes to anyone out there. When you learn something, it's okay to share. It's okay to help each other. You're not in competition with anyone else but yourself. There's enough room for everybody out there. Let's just keep sharing all this goodness. Let's keep helping each other out. And Evan, thank you. Yeah, thanks, man. Appreciate you. We'll talk soon. Definitely. Good luck, guys. See you.